amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Armor Report, guys. It's a Wednesday. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. As always, this is a show about stock market investing. Uh, I call this type of investing quantum mental investing. It's a combination of quantitative execution and a fundamental foundation. We bring that together, and that's the information edge that I share with you. And today we're going to go over some of that fundamental information edge that we've been sharing with Armor Insiders subscribers and Armor Action Alert subscribers. And it has to do with precious metals and gold in particular and a couple of gold stocks that we're going to talk about, the Royal Gold and then the Gold Corp earnings announcements. Um, so I'm going to get to that, and then I'm going to share with you some quick thoughts on the coronavirus uh, developments as they pertain to Gilead Sciences, which we're kind of following that story. So um, go over the ground rules again real quick. It's a live trading desk. I'm sharing information that I use in my own personal account and that I use to manage capital for investors and information we use to build our armor model portfolios, right? We have four of those portfolios. We have conservative portfolio, balanced portfolio, aggressive, and then index only. So all this information is used in these portfolios. I'm not telling you what stocks to buy on the show. I don't know you. I couldn't give you that kind of one-on-one -on -one advice. I will tell you, however, right below here, you can subscribe to the armorreport.com. If you become an Armor Insider, you get access to me one-on-one. -on -one. We can chat, drill down, and discuss those issues that pertain to you personally. So for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to keep it more big picture. I'm going to discuss some stocks, but they're not necessarily a recommendation for you in particular because I don't know you. Okay, enough said. Let's get to... Um, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Okay, let's get to the discussion about precious metals. You, you know, at thearmorreport.com, we have two subscription options, right? One is free. It's just called Armor Action Alerts. I sent out to all of you subscribers yesterday a discussion of the top three charts we're looking at this week, and they all focus on precious metals. If you're on that subscription list and you didn't see the email, you got to let me know and you got to check your different email boxes, right? Could have shown up, not necessarily in your primary box on Google, but in one of those other boxes. So take a look, go back and read it. There's three very important charts I want you to look at to understand the big picture of precious metals. Let me start here for you. Let me bottom line it for you. We view the precious metals part of our portfolio as a hedge. We feel that the market, when it's the equity markets are more than two and a half standard deviations above major moving averages on all the indexes, that we're walking a tightrope 
with no safety net over the Grand Canyon. Okay, so this is, after all, the ARMA report. It stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. I would be zero use to you if I just come on here three times a week and cheer the bull market. It's fun. We're making money in the bull market, right? We got positions on. But we always have an eye towards managing our risk. And when the markets get this far away from reality, got to figure out how to manage risk. You can do it through owning treasuries. We already talked about that on other shows. TLT is the ETF we use for that. We had a real nice run in those treasuries. We booked half of our profits there. We're carrying half our position still. But the other part of our portfolio that's a hedge is precious metals. A hedge from all kinds of things. From virus stories getting a lot worse to Middle East unrest, whatever. That asset will support a portfolio as the equity markets come back to moving averages, as seen most recently when the stock market sold off to the 50-day and the coronavirus stories first broke. So if you can have a hedge in a portfolio that does not ruin your net worth when the whole market's going up, but give you support if there are dislocations in the market, particularly overnight when you're sleeping, it's a win-win. It's just a simple thing to have as a part of your portfolio. That's how we view it right now. The beauty of gold at the moment, and this hasn't been true for the last decade, but it has been true for the last year, is that gold and gold stocks are going up with the market. So here you have a hedge that's not hurting the portfolio when the whole market goes up. That's how we view this position. But to take a step back and look at a bigger picture, go review that Armour Action Alert report I sent to your email yesterday. Because there's three charts in there. I'm going to share one with you right now. Take a look at this chart. Okay? What you're seeing right there is a chart, and you can read it. Hopefully you guys can see it. Is history repeating? It's a chart of the bull market of the 70s in gold and how closely resembling that move we're seeing in gold today. It's almost like a stealth bear market, a stealth bull market, right? It was a bear market for decades. That's still stuck in my head and still stuck in the head of most investors. But for the last 12 months or more, there's a pattern starting to develop in the precious metal. And it's something we've got to focus on. Okay? It's something just to focus your attention on. Is it a part of your portfolio? Should it be? I don't know. I, I don't know you personally. You have to answer that question yourself. But, you know, I posed this question on Twitter just yesterday. And, you know, you can follow me at, at Brett Rosenthal, B-R-E-T Rosenthal. Um, Oh, and by the way, don't forget, if you like this conversation, give me a nice like, a thumbs up. Subscribe down below to the channel if you're not already subscribed. You take those away. Okay, look. I said the other day on Twitter that this feels like we've got coronavirus stories. We've got, you know, hysteria in a partisan bickering uh, in, in, the, in the U.S. Uh, uh, political scheme. And... And it's only going to get worse as we get closer to November. 
We, we have Middle East unrest, as we always do, but you never know when it, it rears its ugly head again. Yet the market just keeps ripping higher, and it just feels to me like we're dancing on the deck of the Titanic, right? And so the answer that I always hear is, well, the, bet will, the Fed will bail us out, right? Sure, they're going to send the lifeboats as the market sinks. They'll just start printing more money. Okay, great, but I'd like to have my own personal flotation device in the portfolio while I'm waiting for the Fed. And that's precious metals. If the Fed loads the system with more liquidity, precious metals go higher. If the Fed's not there right away and the markets are selling off, precious metals should support the account. So that's how we view it. That's why I sent you guys an armor action alert yesterday to start getting your mind cranking on whether or not this should be part of your portfolio. Um, let me break down for you uh, how I view, you know, so now shifting to gears, how do we take that idea and put it into a portfolio? What do we do? We can own the ETFs, GDX, GDXJ. Those are the big ETFs in the mining companies. You can own GLD or SLV. Those are the ETFs of the metal itself. We personally prefer to focus on a um, – we like, to, we like to focus, don't forget, it's a live trading desk. I have uh, a trades on just, just a second, so I'm just taking a peek. Nothing I need to do. So we, we like to focus on a, an exchange-traded fund. It's really a closed-end fund that has real gold bars and silver bars backing up the net asset value. And so we, we're buying that asset. And Armor uh, Report uh, insiders, subscribers, can log in and look at the Armor portfolios, and you'll see what stocks we own in there, Okay. Um, but I do want to highlight the earnings announcement of uh, Barrick um, uh, Gold Corp today. Um, this is the power of fundamental information gathering that we do on our desk, right? That's still very important. Quantumental is about quantitative execution, fundamental research. Fundamental research is always going to be valuable if you can gather the right information. So we sent out an alert to all of our armor insiders the day that Royal Gold was announcing earnings. And we said, we're selling the stock in front of the news because based on our research, we're uncomfortable with the report. We feel the risk is too high versus the reward we might get. And we were right. The company missed on the top and the bottom line and the stock went down. Just yesterday, I sent all subscribers of the Armor Action Alert a discussion of gold and I highlighted today's Barrick earnings announcement. And I suggested that the, that the developments in the gold market could positively impact Barrick's earnings announcement today. And we were right. The company had better than expected earnings and revenue. And I don't care what the stock's doing right now. The whole market's going up, whatever. The stock's going to fluctuate. It was higher earlier. It's a little bit lower now. That wasn't the point. Actually, it's not lower now. It's up a little over half a percent right now, right? Trading at 18.55. So it's up a little bit on earnings. It was up a little bit higher earlier today. It's going to fluctuate. The purpose of why I mentioned Gold Corp yesterday to you is that I said, if we see better than expected earnings and revenue, which we think we will, and we got, 
It's another piece to the puzzle that the supply-demand equation is tilting in the favor of the miners for the first time in decades. It's the result of a 10-year bear market in prices that dramatically reduced the amount of exploration that was happening. In the last couple of years, we've seen a ramp higher in demand, particularly central banks going from net sellers to net buyers. So you have this, you know, uh, um, wonderfully bullish equation for the metal prices. You have demand going up, and particularly the biggest seller out there, the central banks, are now buyers, right? And yet supply is going down because of a 10-year bear market that totally uh, um, uh, halted all new types of exploration and production. And let me tell you something. Gold's not like oil. You can't just turn on a spigot and start hitting the demand. It takes a while to bring a new mine on. So that's why we're focused on the space. And the earnings we got today out of Gold Corp is what we were looking for. So how do we, how do we handle this? Um, I'm going to get to your questions in a minute. Let me just finish my thought here. You can own the ETFs. There's nothing wrong with that. The two largest stocks in GDX, you go look at the makeup of GDX, it's Newmont Corp and Barrick, NEM and GOLD. They represent, I think, something combined, maybe 25% of GDX. What I like about those two stocks is that they're initiating, they're not initiating, they already have dividends. They're starting to increase those dividends fairly significantly, Newmont particularly, but Gold Corp even today increased their dividend 40%. Sounds like a big number. They went from five cents to seven cents a quarter, okay? They're paying one and a half percent dividend yield, and they'll be adding to it as their earnings allow going forward, which is the case. In fact, Newmont's case, they're paying two and a half percent, and they think they're going to be able to double that. I don't know if by the end of the year, something pretty quick. So for a dividend investor, you might want to go look at those stocks. Do your own research. I'm not telling you what to buy. Do your own research and see if you agree with what I'm saying. But those two pay dividends. GDX doesn't really pay. I mean, dividends is like 0.7%. So if you want to focus on dividends, you could take the two biggest names, which equal, I think, 25% or roughly there thereof of GDX, or you could just own GDX, right? And GDXJ are the small cap names. Okay, so those are my thoughts there. Um, question, uh, how many videos I update each week? Oh, geez, I don't know. I mean, I probably do three videos a week for you guys here. And when I do a video that's exclusive for my Armor Insiders, that's on a case-by-case basis. You know, what I'll promise you on this channel and particularly on Armor Insiders, you know, I don't come on here and just talk about stuff to talk. I don't make videos for Armor Insiders eyes only just to create content. I only create the content when I feel there's actionable information that can help you either protect capital or capture upside. That's when I come on. That's when I write things. That's when I share information for Armor Insiders. If it's actionable, I'll let you know. If I don't have something actionable, you're not going to hear from me. 
Okay. Um, how do I determine an allocation for the hedge? That's on a case by case basis, guys. I can't tell you one on one how to do that. Again, if you're an armor insider, it gives you the right to talk to me one on one. You can pick up the phone, call me, and I can walk you through the portfolio and we can, I'll just give you some coaching, let you know how I would do it so you can understand better uh, how to hedge a portfolio. Thanks for those questions, by the way. All right, I want to wrap up real quick with, um, oh, some information off of the, uh, the, the Gold Corp call today, the Barrick Gold Corp call today. It was a very long call, and I almost fell asleep. So I'm not going to waste your time with all the things they were talking about, going over each mine uh, specifically. But I'll tell you a couple things. They halved their net debt last year. So they're reducing debt dramatically. They're high-grading their portfolio, which means they're selling off properties that don't meet a certain criteria that they would consider high-grade, which is just exactly what you want them doing right now. Um, so th those, were the, those were the best takeaways. Um, you know, they, the CEO answered a question by an analyst about um, worldwide gold um, production has peaked and it's now you know, rolling over. I think this will be the year where gold production starts going down. And what Barrick, the management, wanted to express on their call is it's true. While overall gold production is now headed south, Barrick gold production is expected to go higher. Just interesting. Um, So I guess th those are the only real takeaways. I wanted to have more information for you off of that call, but there really just wasn't anything there that I found, you know, wildly compelling to get on this call and talk to you about. So those are just a couple of thoughts uh, from the call. Let's wrap up with um, um, discussion about coronavirus or COVID-19, they're calling it, uh, and the Gilead story. So I'm going to walk you through some thoughts. And, um, you know, we'll see if they turn out to be true. I mean, Gilead's down um, the last couple of days. Gilead's selling off. Don't forget, number one, I'm not telling you to buy it or not. I do it for myself. Number two, I bought it for myself and for clients and for the armor portfolios. We added it for the dividend and for the turnaround story that's already in place, having nothing to do with COVID-19. Now, if COVID-19, as it turns out, they might have a cure for it. That's just added upside if it ever happens. What I'm seeing right now out of um, um, what I'm reading, what I'm covering out of uh, China is that the ICU doctors have changed over um, the um, equipment in their rooms that deal with respiratory failure and shifted over to um, uh, um, uh, equipment, if you will, to help um, administer a cure is what it looks like to the people that I've been talking to. Um, I combine that with the fact that just today there was an announcement that Chinese company has begun, uh, figured out a way to synthesize um, Gilead's uh, resmenivir product that is being used right now, ground zero, in a trial with the Chinese and U.S. governments to see if it cures COVID-19. So. I just think there's a lot of interesting things happening. It looks like there are some more cures. Something's happening that's positive. You're seeing a Chinese company start to produce the drug. I don't think they'd be doing that if it wasn't working. You see what I'm saying? Now, I know some people say, well, they're going to just steal it from, from Gilead. Let me tell you what my take is on it. Um, 
in the biotech world, it's totally, totally normal for the company developing the drug to cut a deal with a bigger drug company. Let's say company X cuts a deal with Pfizer. Pfizer allows company X to have the rights to the drug that's created in the joint venture for the United States of America, and Pfizer takes it for the rest of the world. Okay? Totally normal. So I have a – this is just me guessing and spitballing. Totally feasible. Gilead working with China. Totally has already agreed to let China take the drug and do whatever they want with it in China. Gilead takes the results of that trial, comes to the FDA, gets an approval for an antiviral that works for COVID-19 and can probably work for other viruses. Okay, so it's a huge world out there. I think it's, it could be a relationship that works. I'm not concerned that it's, that it's China trying to steal something. Okay, so we'll see what happens. I don't know anything. This is just all anecdotal. Right? I'm going to pick up the dividend yield and see what happens. But I just wanted to update you guys on that. And uh, last thing I want to say, I am building a list. Thank you guys for helping me. I've been building a list of companies that will do well when the coronavirus scare is over. Okay? And the number one name on that list for me is Occidental. I think energy companies have been hit unbelievably hard because of the fear of global economic slowdown because of the virus. When that virus, I put it in this quotes, because what I mean is, um, look, there's certainly a small percentage chance that this turns into some massive epidemic that, that's, that's the disaster, and God forbid, okay? But statistically speaking, these types of stories run their course, and then, they, then they're over, right? And so then you look at all the stocks that have been hit during the month just because of fears, I'll throw another name out there. I mean, this is not a name I'm buying, by the way, but Starbucks has a lot of stores in China. All the stores are closed. Stock goes down. Um, Disney, right? Disney closed the Shanghai Disney. They closed the Hong Kong Disney. Oh, my God, it's going to kill earnings. The stock comes down. All right? These are short-term events that when the fear is over and the news cycle moves on, you might have great buying opportunities right on major moving averages or support. So I'm building a list of those names. And right now, for me, the top of the list is Occidental for reasons you guys probably already know. So I've talked about Occidental before. We bought it, 38. We sold it higher and booked a profit. It's come right back down to 40 and change. It's 42 today. It, it, it's a very interesting idea. Go take a look at what Carl Icahn just said. Literally, before I got on this call, Carl Icahn wrote an open letter to shareholders. You need to go read it ASAP. All right, guys? I will talk to you again on Friday. I appreciate you guys being here as always. Um, and don't forget rule number 76. No excuses. Play like a champion. Take care, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.